Now entering Nerdist.com. Welcome to Jonah Ray. Dio can't make it as he is playing hopscotch with Anton LaVey. On tonight's show, we have Ronnie Barnett from The Muffs and songs from The Good Graces, Perfect Hair Forever, and this Jonah Radio theme submitted by Family History. Please enjoy it. for that family history we'll play one of your songs later. what was that what was that what was that noise that happened sound like something he said he recorded with his kids um i don't know i don't get it thanks for tuning in to general radio thank you so much with this is our producer cash hartzel cash say uh neil mahoney on the neil mahoney's give us a thing hi all right yeah and then our guest today is Ronnie Barnett, the bass player for the Muffs. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> So you've done radio before, I no, see. I've done a long time. Yeah. Uh, also in the studio is my brother Adam and friend of the show, Ben Getting. <laughs> if you like the Boys and Girls in America artwork for the old Steady album, they, you can thank Ben. Um, yes, that's true. Um, I got a story about them. You do? About the whole Steady? Oh, no, about the whole Steady, yeah. What, what what happened? Jerk. That guy's a real jerk. That Craig Finn? <laughs> yes. Oh, like, no. Are you just trying to stir shit, or is no, this no, like no, a real this thing? No, no, no. fired. Yeah. I mean, should I get into it? <laughs> are you making your own sound drops now? <laughs> I got I to gotta do that for next week is have a shots fired. Yeah. Because we do did it. that a lot last week. Get into it. Let's start. <laughs> this is what we can start doing to get people to pay attention to us in the Pitchfork message boards. Controversy. This is, <laughs> this is, it's not that great a story, but uh, in 05, I was uh, on tour with this band Visqueen from Seattle. I remember that. Yeah, yeah Visqueen. I did this couple of tours with them, and uh, we played Minneapolis, which is a... Uh, you know, That's just, where Lifter Puller and uh, Holt Steady got their start? Lifter Puller from... Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So Same he guys. thought he was king of the town. Right, and this is before they like were critically acclaimed, and you know Bruce Springsteen influenced, <laughs> and um, yeah, all the other guys, and they had that guy with the mustache. Now that they got rid the of that guy, Ben, they, they got did. rid of that guy. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, and he, had, he had a name like Franz, right? You know, it's yeah, it was a little yeah, too much. He was Poochie, which is a reference you don't get because you don't watch The Simpsons. But he was <laughs> the guy they added in to like kind of hip it up. And I remember seeing him once without him. And I thought it was a great show, except for like trying, tr- you know, letting your brain attach to the fact that Craig Finn's voice is coming from that body. That's the <laughs> thing you got to get over. But then, then they got they added this dude with the fucking crazy mustache and the captain's hat and the Sergeant Pepper jacket. Yeah, and oh, um, no. and, and then he called himself Franz on top of it all. Oh, it fuck you. Image. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't like it. I don't like that. I don't like big fashion with a dumb name. Who was the What was the guy from uh, Interpol? Uh, that we didn't like that would always wear the gu- <laughs> we, got, we didn't like all of points. them. No, uh, the guy, the gun holster. What was that dude. Yeah, we saw him at a bar. We used to one see night. him. No, we used yeah. to see him all the time. He was at like DJing with the, the beauty bar and the vice. We're in a yeah. gun holster with no gun. Yeah, would, I've seen that a few. He times. would pack so a holster just stupid. DJing. Yeah, yeah like a, no, like a, you, no, a shoulder a holster. He wouldn't pack a holster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They told unpacked holster. Wow, so, unpacked holster. That's my new band. <laughs> <laughs> so, you uh, were, so anyway, Craig Finn yeah. would not let us in the dressing room after he after they arrived late. Yeah, oh, really. Dude. Yeah, and then he was in there with some chick, 
And uh, was her name Sunny Kiss because she always drank OJ? <laughs> and then, and then, and then they went on stage, and he had it was just way too many words. Yeah. Oh yeah, a lot of yeah. a lot of a lot of words. Peter Piper picked a pick of pickled peppers. <laughs> yeah, he was always Pretty talking pebbles. in. in <laughs> yeah, uh, Ben doesn't like it when I make fun of. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's a. Uh, and I like the band. I like the band, but they um they they, they are very easily parodyable. Mockable, <laughs> mockable. I think that's what you're yes. looking for. I don't know what I'm looking for, uh, but yeah, they. It's. Uh, I love. Uh, I love just taking random, uh, you know, Millhouse's dad lines. As I was saying earlier, you know, like you know, like that's two Simpsons references. I know. Yeah. I know. It's all right. Um, well, well, I slept in a car bed. Where do you sleep? <laughs> in Brooklyn, she said. <laughs> uh, we're gonna get we're gonna get back to more with Ronnie Barnett and the rest of our crazy morning zoo after this song. <laughs> the, the guys, who, uh, the guy who submitted this family history, uh, submitted another song. It's a really great song. It's called Howlin'. Please to enjoy it.
Thank you. That was Family History with the song Howlin', or as it said in the track that he sent me, 04 underscore Howland underscore final underscore 16. <laughs> now, when you say final, do you really need to put 16? How many final <laughs> versions of the song were there? Did you need to add in three more endings? It's a great song. I don't mean to diss on it. No, yeah. they should have left that off for you for the version they sent you. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Get into it. But yeah, yeah. thank you so much. And here's, <laughs> and here's a tip. If you uh, want uh, your song played on Jonah Radio, do what this guy did. Also send in a theme song because it'll, me <laughs> it'll make me give you guys a, a good shot. And I really enjoyed that song from a Family History. A little for History. you, a little for me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So... <laughs> <laughs> You're good. You're good this week. I don't mean to point it out. I don't mean to talk about what's happening right now, but you are good this week. <laughs> I don't mean to talk about what's happening right now. Yeah. Uh, I don't like to be the type of person. I'm trying, you know, there's a, there's, there's a bit of living in the now, but mm. there's also don't step outside of yourself and comment on the now. Who's okay. been going to therapy? Jonah has. <laughs> Jonah has. Uh, we're here with Ronnie Barnett, who is uh, one of my first uh, friends in Los Angeles. That's right. I basically raised you. You Jonah. did. <laughs> you, yeah. you and another, you, my, this is my dad, Ron, and my other dad, Ron. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, when I when I when I moved out here, uh, I was told by a guy who I worked at his record, Boyd Wenger, and. Uh, and uh, uh, Dave Mello, who uh, ran the record store up in Lake Tahoe, uh, called uh, Mad About Music, and like I Dave Mello, that's his real name. Dave Mello, he's the drummer for Operation Ivy and Schlong. Oh, okay, yeah. And uh, they, when I moved down to L.A., like they said, go see our friend Ron. Uh, he taught us all we knew about work, running a record store. Hmm. And so I went in, and I, uh, I like, I, I said, hey, I'm friends with Boyd, and he's like, oh, hey, uh, nice to meet you. And there was this other little kid working there, and then like um, he was about to stop working there. His name was Christian Adam. Adam, I just saw him. <laughs> really? Yes. Um, Adam was working there, and he was about to go to college. He went to college. He also went to work at uh, a video store where they rented porn, and he worked there a week. And he quit when somebody uh, rented a video called "80 and Still Banging." <laughs> <laughs> And he was like, I'm out of here. That's true. That's what are you truth. talking about? I would ask for more hours if that happened to me. Hey, we have those here? Let me fucking it's, climb up this ladder. That's a genre. Yeah. <laughs> 80 and still banging. 80 and still banging. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you walk in the store. I'm anyway, sorry. I walked in the store, and then like uh, they ended up hiring me. That's right. Um, and I was working three days a week. You were working the other four. <laughs> and uh, I, I remember when I met you, I, I was so blown away because uh, you were very nice. And then I realized that you were the bass player for the band The Muffs. Ah, uh, well, you know, I never, uh, I, I never think anybody knows who we are. So I, I never. Uh... That's a good way because it's mostly it. If you're straight, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not, absolutely right. If you're thinking about the gist of the amount of people in the world, most people, mostly every human being that will ever exist, won't know about the muffs. It's true. That doesn't it's take true. anything away from it. No, it's really good rock and it's roll. It's probably why we're still around. <laughs> Do you think uh, it is? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to turn 22 next month. And, uh, That's crazy. Yeah, That's I think if amazing. we'd had like a hit or something, we'd be gone. Like if we were Chumbawamba. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd be gone. You know. Like, Remember when they broke up way after the fact? It was way after the fact. Yeah. I want to say it was last year. It was last year. Well, they, they were also like crazy, like 
anarchists. Well, yeah, they, they, were, they, they all came from uh, they crafts. crafts. They all came from crafts. Yeah, they didn't put any of their money towards their own band. They just gave it away to weird, like, charities that were against whatever they made the money from. Yeah. And, yeah. Exactly. That's a wrong way to do it. Well, you need to waste <laughs> all the money you're given as, as your own band. What, did you, what was the uh, commercial um, that you guys had your song in? Was it for Fanta? Fruitopia. Or? Fruitopia. Fruitopia. That's three, right. Three years running. Fruitopia. It was a uh, kind um, of a Snapple uh, yeah, wannabe was a, made was... by Coca-Cola. It was the uh, oh shit! What was the song called? Uh, it was uh, they used everywhere. They used just the instrumental intro, instrumental intro. They just used Everything the intro, no vocals from the uh, everywhere I go from the first record. Yeah, from uh, uh, three years running, and that actually uh, paid back what we owed on that first record, which was one hundred twenty-five grand. Oh, yeah. Jesus, really? Yeah. So this is the song. If you for everyone that's of age, uh, <laughs> this is the song that was played during. Uh, uh, the Fruitopia. Fruitopia is not even around were, anymore. No, they're oh, not. You outlasted the product. We did. I, you know, I would I would buy it when the commercials were on to kind of spike sales. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, they would run during the summer. And, um, <laughs> yeah, we went down with the ship on that one. They did, they yeah. never went to another another song. So no, that's it for better or worse. Yeah, uh, the Coca Cola people would come see us in Atlanta. I think I still oh, have a, a Fruitopia like pullover shirt. <laughs> oh. You yeah. can you can put that in a museum next to a Surge jersey. <laughs> I think you mean Surge NASCAR jacket. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, one of my like every once in a while I'll try to make an online uh, like jokey joke meme thing. And uh, when uh, when uh, everyone was talking about the the American surge of troops into uh, Iraq and everyone's saying like the surge is working. Uh, I made like a logo or just says the, the, and then the surge logo is working and then nice. USA underneath it. <laughs> I was like, this is going to get so many notes on Tumblr. It got three or four. <laughs> Don't try to make a hit song. Yeah, yeah. Just wow. let it, let it flow out. Yeah. Um, but it's funny cause you guys had that song and, uh, and like a, a bunch of great, you, you, you also appeared in, uh. In Father's Day, the, show, did, the yes. movie Father's Day, starring Billy Crystal and uh, Robin, Robin Williams. Williams yeah. I like call him Bob Williams. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was directed by Ivan Reitman too, mm. which uh, you know I always wanted to work with him. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were in, you were on stage at a show. They were trying to find their kid at. It's true, and Sugar <laughs> Ray <laughs> is uh, on the. Uh, they got lines, lines though. Sugar, Sugar Ray. Ray has lines, and it was before. It was before they had a hit. Was Sugar it? Ray. It was. Oh. It was right before. Before uh, I think the movie Father's Day made them actually. <laughs> they must have been poised. They, 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 um, they were, were the starting blocks. They, yeah. got, they got the chance to introduce Mark McGrath to a grateful nation. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, we worked. What uh, nation was that? Commercial. Uh, uh, yeah, what nation was? Fucking loves him. <laughs> yeah, I remember first time I heard uh, Sugar Ray, I was like, this guy can probably tell me some good entertainment news. <laughs> <laughs> They're a lot nicer than Hold Steady. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Fist Queen, not allowed in my Sorry. room. I know. I'm just bitter because like, I was a nobody that he didn't want to talk to. Oh, does that? I, that's all. I was going to say, <laughs> one of my favorite rock and roll experiences ever was seeing a band in Minneapolis. Uh, I was on the Mr. Show tour, and my friend's band, the Oxes, were playing at 7th Street, whatever it's called, 7th Street something? 7th Street Entry? 7th like Street that. Entry, yeah. yes. Yeah. So uh, they were playing there, and I was like, we did our show, and it was like the last show. We had like four days off, which was like amazing because we were doing shows every night. And uh, we were going to fly to L.A. the next morning. So I went over to Seahawks, and I saw them, and they were upset because the local band that was opening for them had drank their beer out of their <laughs> dressing room. Ooh. Ooh. I was like, yeah. oh, Not gonna man, lie. that's like huge insult. Yeah. I've been that guy. Yeah, been that guy. <laughs> I've been that guy many times. So still that guy, still my, that guy. <laughs> my friend, 
who I've just decided I'm not going to say his name. <laughs> but, <the> uh, <laughs> this guy said this guy named names. Craig I know, but it, I have a photo of it, which is even it's oh, the God. cherry on the Sunday of this is he went into the other band's dressing room while they were on stage and threw up in their beer basket. Oh, great. <laughs> instead I, of instead of taking their beer. No, th- theirs was gone. That's why they stole oh. the other one. Cross did that, really? <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a character on Mr. Show named after our lead singer. Yes, in yeah. the uh, the future uh, New Year's Eve sketch. Yes, yeah. yes. Dr. Because Shatter. because Shatter. David had a uh, crush on Kim, and that's how you that's <laughs> how almost you att- dated, and that's how you attained all the episodes of Mr. Show. I did <laughs> <laughs> on VHS. He delivered I have those them too. I have to stick with it. Yes, he, he delivered them on a rainy day, and she never watched them. <laughs> I'm like, and they, they hung out like a couple of times. I, I was really, I was pushing for that relationship. <laughs> That's the crazy thing when you when you get into comedy and you think you're like, you're like, oh, like because like you know, especially as a guy that grows up going to like you know shows and being into music and musicians and stuff like that, you're like, oh, I'm gonna get like to a place where I'm like this comedian, and then I could talk to those girls that are in bands and stuff like that, yeah. and they still don't care. Yeah. They still they don't care about how successful you are. They care about how good looking you are and in a band yeah. that's what they care <laughs> right, about yeah. dudes in bands love yeah. comedians dudes in bands love comedians that's true that's true you see that dave grohl hosted chelsea lately for like what a yeah it's ridiculous <laughs> he guest what? hosted yeah. a whole week yeah, yeah. wow huh Retarded. I really, <laughs> and I don't say that word in a demeaning way towards people who have difficulties. Disclaimer. Q Neil <laughs> typing a note to Cash saying, "Please cut out." <laughs> that's for there. She goes. There goes Chelsea. Uh, so Dave Grohl can. Um, but uh, <laughs> you, uh, you, we we worked with a very uh, in a very odd situation. In in this record store, it was we a did. it was a, a literal mom and pop shop. Uh, a husband and wife owned and operated this thing. Yeah, and he was there every hour it was open. Every hour he he would be there with the key to open it up, and he would be there till the very end to lock it up. Seven days a week. Seven days a week, and he would uh, smoke pot at the end of the day. He would smoke pot at the end of the day. Uh, he would turn on either uh, Wilco's Yankee Hotel Foxtrot oh, or um, or Woodwater by the Promise Ring. And then just uh, lock up as we were doing the books uh, and cleaning up for the day. He would smoke pot, kind of skip around the middle of the store, and then lay on the floor for a little bit just to fucking get rid of the day. And then also, on top of that, prepare for going home uh, and spending time with a, the, a wife that he was not getting along with. Oh, and, man. It's very true. It's yeah. Very true. It was something, a, something kind of sweet about everything up in the last la- la- Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was crazy because... It, it, it was at a time, you know, I started working there in 2001, and it was at a time where record stores, like, you know, it was every article in every mag- music magazine was about how record stores are going to go away. Yes. And, you know. Before they actually started going away. Before they actually yeah, started yeah, going yeah. away. And then, you know, and then Amoeba opened up in Los Angeles and wreaked havoc on it, our sales. It did. Yeah. It and, wreaked havoc everywhere. Yeah. yeah. It yeah, was a wrecking crew. Yeah. I, like, it took out errands. It took out, uh, Rhino had to move to a smaller location. I uh, Rhino go. never opened up again after that small. That's where I worked. And yeah, you guys actually lasted, uh, or Benway, excuse me, lasted pretty past long. Rhino. Yeah, 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 past Rhino. I think Aaron's, Aaron's, and Benway were sort of the last two that I remember that were still in Los Angeles proper. Yeah, yeah. Orange County did Ben. Orange County did pretty good, right? As far as record stores. I don't know. Noise, noise, noise went down pretty hard. Noise, noise, noise went down pretty hard. But it's actually better now. The, the guy that ran Noise, Noise, Noise. Is that the Hamburger Records? 
No, hamburger. Uh, <laughs> burger, burger record. Sorry. <laughs> uh, his is called um, an asshole. For into the mic. This. Into the mic. Seventeenth Street in Costa Mesa, but it's a great record store. No, good info. It, yeah, there's all these boutiquey vinyl only. Yeah, stores, the, all the yeah vinyl only stores. We went to one in. Uh, yeah, we went to Permanent Records. Yeah, Permanent Records in, in uh, Eagle Rock, which Eagle is Rock. it was a very nice store. We yeah. recommended. Those Highland. people are really nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's very like Razor Cake guys, what, right? What'd you buy? I bought uh, I bought the airplane over the sea. Yeah. Oh. And um, what else did I buy? I don't know. No, that's I think why I, I'm asking. <laughs> I think I bought. No, I was still looking for stuff, but yeah, I think I bought Aeroplane Over the Sea by Neutral Milk Hotel just because it's a nice, it's a nice record to have yeah. on vinyl. Yeah, yeah. I'm also getting back to our story. It was oh, also sorry. in Venice, which in we, Venice we Beach. had a parade of crazy people all day. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like there would be multiple times a uh, a day a guy would come in, a uh, homeless guy, and ask if we sold blankets. I remember that <laughs> happened. Like right, it's like y'all sell blankets. I'd be like, uh, no records. No blankets. That really did happen. Yeah. People would steal the whole uh, reggae section. Oh, yeah, yeah. People guys come, would just, and they, we don't keep the CDs in the cases. They're right. just, like, yeah. So they're just stealing. People would come with their drums, playing the drums. Yeah, yeah. Oh. The drum circle. Remember uh, that? Oh, God. Yeah. Just, I remember it would just Flash mob. Friday or Saturday night or something like that. You would just like, uh, the sun would start to go down and in the distance in Venice, you're like, oh, we got to go. Yeah. We got to go. But it's there where we all talked about comedy a lot. And sure. then uh, Ron and I decided to start going to open mics. You did, you and did. and then uh, and and like Ron, like I would go to the store. Ron would leave early. You would close up for him, which was like a hard thing for him to do. Yeah, that's to leave true. You there, that's true. <laughs> Even though you're an adult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, and then we would go drive. Uh, this is pre cell phone era. Yeah, pre cell phone era. Yeah. Uh, we, there were cell phones. Well, he didn't <laughs> have one. <laughs> yeah. None of us. I didn't have one. Yet. I didn't have one either. <laughs> this I was going to say, I was like, yeah. I'm doing the mic. Right. Yeah, no, well, none, okay. of us, none of us none had them. I remember yeah. one time getting home way late and then I hear an uh, answering machine message uh, on my machine that would just hold uh, voicemails. Um, <laughs> a voicemail machine on yeah. a cassette. Yeah. With on a, on a small cassette. No, this one is digital. It's pretty advanced. Oh, wow. Yeah, but uh, I listened to it, and it was uh, it was Scott Ackerman asking if I wanted to host uh, a night at the M Bar. Yeah, and uh, I was like, I if I had gotten this, I could have done that. Oh. And I was, it was so new, and it was like it, the show just started with what became Comedy Death Ring, Comedy mm-hmm, Bang Bang, mm-hmm. and like it was like it was the world to you know me that show. And then, <laughs> is that a mistake? <laughs> so was this one so yes <laughs> but yeah uh but i remember one of the first days i was working at the store uh a store regular mr one one mr barry sobel came oh, in yeah. and, <laughs> and was very upset that a large large hairy uh guy took the uh position named of a, jonah ray yes named jonah ray uh <laughs> took the position of a small fey boy because <laughs> i was about to say he preferred the small fey boy yes yes he, and they would sometimes work for him yes they, selling would, t-shirts at whatever gigs he was doing yes oh yeah that's true and uh, he would come in and, uh, i gotta get a present for tom <laughs> Tom Hanks because of the, the right. acquaintanceship they probably made on Punchline. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but like he came I remember the first day he came in, he was like, Who are you? And I was like, I'm Jonah. I'm 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 new. He's like, Where's Adam? I'd be like, I, he, I think he went to college. He's like, Fuck this store and then fucking walked out. <laughs> I also got to move Lori Petty's car. Oh yeah. She, yeah. She, she was, was a regular. She was a regular. Wait, who's Lori Petty? Lori Petty's tank girl. Take oh, right, 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 girl, right, yeah, yeah. and uh, a league of their own, a league of their own, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She would come in all the time. I remember once she uh, offered a pizza to the homeless, and they uh, they said, "Can you make that vegetarian?" <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> vegetarian Venice homeless. Beach. Yes, Venice, Venice Beach. Beach. I remember one time, uh, you know, you'd take the, you would, we would have to take our garbage across the street next to the Bank of America. Yes, and, yes. Uh, which we weren't supposed to do. I we weren't know. supposed to do it. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I found that out way later. When, yeah, like, yeah. I was like, some guy was yelling at me, and he's like, yeah, yeah, we don't have garbage, Bob. <laughs> uh, and I was like, huge things of fucking garbage. And I'm like, it was a hot day, and I'm fucking lugging them, and I throw them in. And there's these two fucking, like, you know, hippie kids sitting on the fucking sidewalk going, hey, got any change? Uh, and I was just I was like, fuck you. Like, I was so desperate. I was like, what do you look what I'm doing to earn my money? I remember once uh, Ron was, uh, he would so often yell in the store. Just to himself. I don't know if you remember this. Yeah. And he's, yeah. You know, he was on about something, and then he ended by saying, I should be in Tahiti getting my dick sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and right then, right then, a large homeless black guy walked in with a straight face and said, you got a big dick? <laughs> and, goes, and Ron looked right at him and goes, no, it's very small, actually. And the guy turned around and just shook his head like, <laughs> and walked out. Like, that's a damn shame. Look, man, uh, I ain't got no tickets to Tahiti, yeah. but I'll get them somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could feed you a pineapple or something. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was a crazy it was a no, crazy thing. Remember seeing Johnny Rotten at the uh, Windward Farms? I did not see that. I saw him there once getting yeah. a smoothie. <laughs> Johnny Rotten, John Lydon getting a smoothie. Yeah, I went over to Gawk. Was he ha- was he what was he doing in Venice? Having a holiday in the he sun. Thank Del- you everybody. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you everybody. <laughs> yeah, I wish a, a drum a drum thing would have been better there. So. Right. But boom. Yeah. Well, you say he everybody. lived in Marina Del Rey, so oh, he, he did. was a semi. You know, he was a local. He was seen in Venice sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and we got to meet. Um, uh, Wayne Kramer, because he did an in-store. This is one oh, of my that's right, yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite things oh, that yeah. happened. Uh, Wayne Kramer was doing an in-store, and uh, Ron ordered pizza for everybody that was there. And um, ten people, yeah, there's ten people <laughs> showed up for Wayne Kramer. Um, and uh, uh, Wayne was up, like, the show's about to start, and Wayne's having a piece of pizza, and you were very concerned, like Wayne, you, you eat pizza before a show. <laughs> <laughs> and then he turned to you, he's like. It's a record store show, right? <laughs> <laughs> a good point. It's a, yeah, excellent point. Um, we're gonna play. Uh, we're gonna play a song from uh, this uh, live from the from a basement. It's uh, <laughs> these guys of live from a basement. They've been sending me their stuff. And oh wait, really that's good. the name of the band. Live from a basement. Okay, I thought their... that was like the the adjective that was describing the recording no 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 like, live from a basement these are really awesome guys uh they've been uh, sending in their stuff i really dig it uh this one caught my ear especially because it uh it has not only a mitch hedberg sample in it but also a, an idiocracy sample so please enjoy uh blisters by live from a basement I walked by a record store that sat out front and said they specialized in hard to find records and tapes. Nothing was alphabetized. I'm trying to palm the world, got little hands though. So I use both, taller hands broke. Shoot for the stars, being hands broke. Till it's all mine, or my hands grow. Call me Atlas, the tight new host of heavens. My mythology will follow me, so hollow be suggestions. Do it on my own terms, these verses a semester. Used to call myself the general, now I'm the professor. Tell me, Gina, meet me in the square circle. Head full of steam and my threads full of purple. 
called out Hulk Hogan and Brutus the Barber Beefcake and probably called Ted DiBiase a cheapskate. Scene break, dreamscapes, yeah, I'm building those and building buildings in them. So eventually I live in those. Inception through misdirection as the theory goes. Subliminals through your stereos. Ah, there we go. More disjointed bars for the listeners. But holding the world's hard, so I'm hard and contentious. Some bars I pretended and some bars I pretentious. Put it all in my hands. I'll trade the stars for the blisters. Now, either lead, follow, get out of the way, all right? Hey, Whoa. Did you just make that up? Yep. Yes, I did. Head Heads up as I glide past. Watch how I kill a year time pass. Breaking them all with these words I write. That way I'll never be typecast. Uh, and I made it like upstairs. First world done like unreal. Pro too stupid like a dumb pair. Who's dumb pair or some dumb weird? I guess that'll make me five dumb. In a whole different kingdom, follow them. These words are recycling to get the full picture. See what I say to your eye drum. Uh, right on, right on. Like red, I'm so right on. Bread to be this nice Three-piece suit with a bread tie on Gotta stay fresh That's expected I'm so blessed Introspective I'm a mess Gotta respect it Y'all like pests So insectish uh, Gotta feel like you feel me now LJ, deep flow till we drown Hold it down with a team so sound Wanna break this up Gotta tear me down Not gon' happen Not gon' happen G-Tay casualties And casually throughout the me Make a masterpiece Naturally so ambitious You can see it in my baby just grant that being so hard when I write those balls, I'm left with a handful of blisters. Hey, so this is live from the base. I'm live. Yep. So this is live from the base, man. Hey, so this is live from the base. I'm live. Yep. So this is live from the base, man. Hey, all right, live from the basement with the song Blisters. With uh, there was yeah, the idiocracy sample in there was uh, was a nice nice touch. But also, I was uh, I even t- I was telling Ronnie. When the song came on, I was like, there's a Mitch Hedberg joke about record stores. Sweet seg. It's a sweet <laughs> seg. Um, Ronnie, uh, there's, there's something that I remember you talking about a while back where, <clears throat> where you, uh, you were working at Epitaph Records, mm-hmm. located on Sunset Boulevard in uh, Silver Lake. I was there for before the move, actually. Oh, you were there before. The I movie. started working. There was one guy working the warehouse uh, when the Offspring record took off. This is what I was. This was going to try and bring up. Yeah, and uh, so they had to hire some more people. There's yeah. There's one guy doing all the shipping and receiving until That's then. That's crazy. Yeah, and because of Offspring Smash. Because of off, Offspring Smash. Hey, we hey, moved. I'm hey, saying hey, we because yeah. I was there at the time. <laughs> uh, we moved to a, yeah an office on Sunset and a separate warehouse, um, which is uh, off San Fernando. And is this true that? Everyone got like a because they had so much money from that record. Everyone got a crazy smash bonus. Everyone, at the end of the year. I got a, <laughs> I as just a goon in the warehouse that had been there less than a year. I got five grand. Jesus, oh. as a Christmas bonus. Yeah, as a Chris because because they, they had to just spend the money, right? Uh, yeah, and that's rid of it. that's how cool Brett is. I mean, Brett as a boss was awesome. Yeah, Brett. Oh, well, that's crazy too because it's like he's. A bunch of he's like he runs a company, yeah. a very diverse record label. Very much so. Yeah, uh, because it's not only Epitaph; it's also um, anti. Anti. It's uh, Hellcat. It's um, Fat Possum, and then there's the, he has like a world label that he has like Buju Banton on and stuff like that. I think. Mm. Um, 
and and it's just like but, but he's also the guy from bad religion yeah and that's just it's fucking nuts <laughs> he uh there, there's actually a main kind of day-to-day president he kind of just oversees the the thing now but, but uh, he's still like a like you know he's still involved. It's still his company. Yeah, I mean it's still ultimately his company. But well, I know he's not fucking like you know. What are the numbers? But well, he's yeah, still, he's not, yeah, he's not the guy in the office yeah, yeah, yeah. every day. Yeah, yeah. His pie chart has too much. No, he's great. Yeah, <laughs> accounting. Can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> That's he used l- to be the guy in the office. I mean, the, the office and the in the warehouse were all in the same building. Yeah, before the offspring. That's nuts. And you and you uh, did you run a forklift? I did. I ran a forklift. I, a I broke the garage door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have to unload a truck on Santa Monica Boulevard. It's right Santa Monica near Vine is where it was. Ugh. And you can imagine at like 4 o'clock, <laughs> you know, there's a truck pulled up on the side. Oh, no. Yeah. Ugh. I'm trying to run a forklift up this truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I came, in the, I came in the garage with the forklift still up. You once. sound like you should be like an irate New Yorker. It's like, hey, yeah. I'm over here trying to get the yeah, forklift off the road. You got this truck coming down here. What am I supposed to do here? Yeah. I wasn't great at it. Maybe I didn't need a license. I backed over like four boxes of cassettes once (laughs) which is like yeah 360 pieces just crunch there you go oh geez cassettes what do you remember what band was it uh was it i think they were offspring i think they were offspring yeah yeah everything was probably everything was offspring all the big numbers were offspring five thousand dollar bonus for a forklift operator Thank you. At a punk rock record label. Yes. That's insane. It is insane. I was pretty great. Uh, it was great. I, I, you, you might have the record for that. You might be the only guy <laughs> yeah, who's yeah. ever gotten that. You're right. Yeah, uh, no, you're can right. Can get Guinness on the phone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to, speaking of like a uh, record label people, and now, so I do want to talk to you about Long Gone John uh, okay. in a little bit. But before then, we're going to get into some music news. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Tabitha Soren here. Wow. Oh, wait. I oh. had the volume down. Hold on. Which volume? They all have the separate all. Before you hit no, it. no, no. I, I there's a thing. No edit. edit. No, no. Let's no, no. edit. No. Before we get into that smooth transition, are we on? Yeah. No, no, we'll, we'll edit and then. <sighs> Did I tell you the top of the Soren story? <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, okay. Can you record scratch us out, or did you figure that out? Yet? Yeah. <laughs> all right. In a radio interview this week, Rick Ross addressed the cancellation of his tour that many believe was shut down due to death threats from a rival gang. Ross told DJs at Miami's 99 Jams, quote, I am a certified man. I am a real boss, and this is something that everybody needs to understand. Gangsters move in silence. Not sure what any of that means, but clearly he's a giant pussy. Clearly he just—he <laughs> was a prison guard. He was—he's not. He a was, yeah, that's the thing about Rick Ross. He talks about he's a big, uh, big player in the gangster world. He was a prison guard. Yeah, no one wants to kill. It's ticket sales. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, probably. Death. I don't know. I don't know. Everyone gets death threats. Maybe, maybe the, people caught on that like live hip hop shows are pretty terrible across the board. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, they're not the best. But here's the thing: like he could, he can go pretty far by being a security guard. Technically, Terminator X was a security guard for yeah, Public Enemy. Sure, sure. He needs well, they had that fleet of guys. No, he was the a, he S1W. He was a DJ, and then no, it was Professor Griff. But he dressed like Professor, the other Professor oh, Griff. And the he SW1? ran a security force. Yeah. Oh, Professor Gifted, security yeah. of the first world, the S1Ws. Yeah. <laughs> S1Ws, that's what it was. Yeah. Oh man, I want. Um, I I wanted to go to uh, at Cinespace once. Uh, two live crew played, and I heard there was like ton of security there. Uh, but their own security. Okay. Yeah. And um, 
And I asked uh, our friend Sean Harmar, superstar, who went to it, and I was like, oh, how was the two live crew show? He's like, you know, I've never seen a cockfight, but I believe this would be just as violent and crazy. <laughs> like, he, just, he said it was just insane. People are just going nuts, and everyone's, like, getting naked, and there's just fat women just, like, on the stage, just, like, pulling their pants down and, like, shaking their asses and stuff like that. I think like we that. saw Harmar's interpretation of that just last year. Did oh, we, at Cheetos? Cheetos? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we were talking about that. Yeah, that's kind of what it's like in here. The the it is, yeah. During <laughs> the music segments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. After 30 years of shrill guitar rock, Hart have finally been voted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Reached for comment, singer Ann Wilson you. was chewing. And then she went on to go crazy on some unspecified guy. (laughs) Also joining Hart in the Hall will be prog rock icons Rush. Drummer Neil Peart celebrated the news by adding 249,000 more drums to his kit. So that's very good for them. Good for them to get in. Every year I try to watch that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. And it just seems like everybody jerking each other off. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to watch. Even the way they edit it. Yeah, you know, like yeah, y- y- they'll, they'll they'll edit in like a, them playing the song and then the speech and then mm. yeah. I have yeah. Nancy Wilson's banana bread recipe, by the way. If you oh <laughs> wow, really? Yeah. I do, I do. Uh, why well, do you have? I have connections to heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You just I have, a, I have a heart. Why you have? <laughs> why why you have? They will banana bread. They needed a bass player. I, I was trying to audition this last summer. Really? It didn't work out. Yeah. Oh, here's here's another interesting fact about Ronnie. Who uh, you guys know about the famed plaster casters? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Cynthia plaster. Cynthia plaster casters specifically, who uh, would get uh, rock and roll stars and uh, get them hard, and then uh, do a plaster cast of their junk. She would not get them hard. She would not. No. She would Hold on. Ronnie was one of those people. Okay. I'm in the collection. Yes. You're in the wow. collection, but also you're something's wrong with yours. <laughs> well, something's wrong with yours too, John. <laughs> Wait, yeah. well, your cast or your yeah? Was it was it improperly? There's a cast, poured or was it improperly formed? No, what happened was uh, this is 1993. Um, I uh, well, basically, uh, this is the height of muscle mania. Just to take a, <laughs> that was, well, it went a little higher after that. Um, before it came crashing to it. Um, no, what? Ha- uh, just to make a long story short, don't bother. So to speak. Um, Long story longer. We yeah, got yeah. time to fill. Um, ba- yeah, basically, yeah. Um, Joel, traditionally, the, the plaster casters right. in Chicago, like you say, traditionally, there would be another woman executing a stimulation process while <laughs> Cynthia is like a lab, you know, she's like yeah. a, a lab person uh, mixing up the stuff. Yeah. Um, first of all, this is kind of interesting. She puts on a uh, apron that's made of Keith Moon's pant leg, first <laughs> off, that's and she awesome. smells it. She balls it up and smells it. She asked me if I wanted to. Of course, I, I smelled Keith Moon's pant leg. Of wow. course. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, so she, then she gets on her, and basically it's like a, uh, you know when you get a shake at Denny's, that, that silver cup? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the overflow. The overflow. My, my favorite part. I yes. actually end up just pouring it into that and drinking it from there. It stays <laughs> yeah. colder. They should just keep it in there. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Why don't they make the whole point out of the black bucks? <laughs> no, once your dick goes in there. Well, anyway, I'm getting ahead of the story. Uh, that's the container, and basically it's the stuff that Dennis used to make impressions of yeah, your yeah. teeth. Yeah. Al- alginate or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I'm not pronouncing that correctly. Um, so anyway, she's on her knees. She spreads out newspaper and uh, she oils you down, so your uh, you know your pubes don't stick in okay. the mold. Oh, that's very considerate. Okay, because Hendrix he stuck oh. and he ended up fucking the mold. And anyway, 
Um, <laughs> so she oils you down. Is that why, is that why his is blurry? Uh, I, not, I always. Oh, his is good. That's his, so crazy. I always thought Hendrix broke the mold, but apparently. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, yeah, she oils you up, and then she's like, you might want to start beating off now. <laughs> While she's on her knees mixing up the stuff, right? And so she mixes it up, and all of a sudden she's like, and you know, and you're doing the best you can. That's something girls have told me uh, in, the middle, <laughs> in the middle of sex. They roll off and go, you should probably just start beating off now. It's yeah. probably best said, if right? you just. I got a bunch yes. of text to answer. <laughs> <laughs> so you start. So anyway, yeah, I start. I'm doing the best I can. All of a sudden she's like, okay, go in. It's time. It's time. So I go in and. Uh, Basically, it feels cool, so you can't feel if you're hard or soft or whatever. you got to stay in there a minute. Ideally, you're a minute hard in there to get a good uh, specimen. <laughs> uh, but I Basically, I soften in the mold, and what happens <laughs> when you soften in the mold, it's a little, it's a little curly. It curls, around. <laughs> it curls around a little bit. So she brings it on her lecture tours. I'm in the movie. There's a documentary. Yeah. Oh, no. And basically, yeah, she brings me and the guy from the Mekons who's got this straight-up specimen that's just... <laughs> You know, so impressive, and people cheer and everything. <laughs> they wave flags with a dick on it and stuff. <laughs> and then she bring, she brings out mine, and people just laugh. But then oh, she says, no. she, "But then she says, no, you gotta have a long, you gotta have a long dick to pull this off." Yeah, she says it. She's like, "This, you have to be pretty big to make and, uh, it happen." But basically, I, I, you, my dick has been in a museum show in New York. So when, <laughs> when, when your dick makes it into a museum in New yeah. York, then, I, I kind of like it because it's like a lot of people say, "Like, whoa, buddy, it's not a dick measuring contest." You actually were in a dick measuring contest. Yeah, you really were. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. but it was rock. I don't go around. With a twist ending. Yeah. (laughs) Very twisty. But I I remember that, like, Ron Ron Benway, uh, we'll just refer to him as Benway, um, but, like, uh, Benway would always go, uh, like, uh, it's like, like if he was like you had to he's like hey I have to come in late tomorrow I have to leave early tomorrow you'd be like ah oh, fucking rice it's <laughs> getting soft in the mold <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's okay I don't mind yeah, I don't mind it's there you can watch the extras on the DVD you can pull up all the dicks and watch them with a purple like silk background just go around so you can watch me all night yeah. <laughs> go check out Ronnie's dick everybody you can yeah you can we should uh, we'll, we'll, we'll post a link I'm sorry music news <laughs> no no actually that was that was it no well our music news writers are pretty busy that's all right that's now. going on this week yeah well I did want to I was going to try and talk about this uh, this clip of on Bill O'Reilly's O'Reilly Factor where he, he was uh, talking with another uh, old white guy about uh, the Psy song uh, Gungam Style yeah have you heard that? No, I have not. Mm, well, no, sorry. it's not Gangnam Style. It's the the newer song that's like sort of anti-American. No, 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 no. no. This song. is about them not understanding Gangnam Style. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, this is uh, here. All my news through Twitter. Here we go. Back in the book segment tonight, South Korean guy who calls himself Psy has put out a video that has been viewed more than eight hundred million times on the net. That's a record. So you would think the video must be very, very special. Well, here it is. Open Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style. So you know they show the video. The video is just really ridiculous and like really silly and dumb. Is that the real? That's that's the real video. That's a bunch of parodies, though, isn't it? No, no. He's showing the actual video. Okay. To get over the parody factor, it has nothing to do with any of the other parodies or the American song. Joining us now from Boston to explain the madness, psychiatrist Dr. Keith Ablo. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. A it's a new dance song from uh, South Korea, and like they think it's going to be so great to just tear it apart psychologically. Yeah. A pop song. <laughs> tear it apart psychologically. So the guy, remember the pony? 
That, he's just doing the pony. I mean, you know. I, the pony. The pony. Fucking Koreans stealing our musical dances. <laughs> and here's the thing. He's doing like a horse thing. That He's he's making fun of like like a, like a, a rustic na- like, uh, a region. neighborhood. A neighborhood, yeah. yeah. No, no, it's not rustic. It's like a bougie neighborhood. Yeah, it's yeah, a bougie yeah. neighborhood. It's like the the nouveau riche of south korea it's like yeah. it's like oh i'm gonna move here it's like the whatever like it's, it's like about- saying like it's like williamsburg style right yeah yeah, yeah yeah it's like oh i'm gonna do Silver this like style i'm gonna have but in a much more materialistic vein yes where like yeah, yeah. Are like brands and clothes and cars yeah so- meanwhile anyone over 70 is like what's the pony yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is their entire fox news audience yeah million views of this what's going on well, look, uh, there will be those who dismiss this as having no meaning, just a good beat and a lot of fun. There I you won't go. be one of those dismissing it because when you approach a billion views on YouTube and surpass Justin Bieber, perhaps you're tapping into something. And I <laughs> think what this old man talking about Justin Bieber is tapping into the fact that people don't want any meaning right now. Music, the most popular music, apparently, is that without intelligible words to some extent okay it's, a- it's korean with some american like english words thrown in uh it's korean like i don't understand what they're saying it's fucking what who cares it's youtube people are yeah like that's it, the thing it has nothing weird, to do with the fucking yeah it's like a weird yeah. soundtrack but like people are watching because it's dumb to look at and it looks yeah. stupid yeah compare the sales of the record to the video it's gonna fucking pale it's also yeah. it's a fat guy dancing. Everyone loves that, and it's Always. a bunch of ridiculous Forever. shit. Well, the record will come out in two months, and it'll be way too late. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. And and it's also it's yes. I live in Los Angeles. How many dogs do you have? No, I have one, but the neighbor has three I now. See. And I mean, me and D, we saw him uh, earlier, and like we kind of made like a joke. It's like, yeah, since you got that third one, they can't <laughs> shut up. He's like, yeah. Uh, his his wife Erica's uh, dad uh, just died, and and we had to take in one of the dogs, and that one barks all the time. So therefore, they all start barking. We're like, oh, ouch, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, so you're not up on getting rid of. Yeah, and then he was like, and then and then he said, yeah, but uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be here till Thursday, but then I'm going to uh, New Jersey. Oh, what are you gonna do in New Jersey? Well, my parents live out there, and I have to actually uh, help rebuild their house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Get a yeah. job. Yeah. What a yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this guy's a real downer, your neighbor. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> he really is. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, we're gonna. We're gonna play a, another song from uh, this band called The Good Graces. We're gonna take a break. Listen to The Good Graces uh, with their song. Once I fucking cue it the fuck up. Cue it the fuck up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> nope. Nope. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm hey. fucking typing with one hand. Oh. <laughs> Anybody want to take that one? Um, oh, hold on. We got one for it. Where'd it go? I don't know. Uh, the fucking Dum Dum Brothers over dumb here. Dum Dum Brothers. <laughs> nope, that's not it. Yep, it never is, is it? All right, so we're going to listen to, uh, we're gonna listen to a song by The Good Graces ah. called... Summer of 93. Let's not start it on a down note, please. This is a very good song. These are very nice people. Please uh, enjoy the good graces. I want to move out to the west coast So far away from all of our ghosts I want to make love in the desert 
and feel our bodies move in concert. Cause I've been wasting so much of my Um, love that song. Love that song. It's very nice and very cute. I want to make a video out of it. And those people are very nice. Uh, so um, I want to talk to you about Long Gone John. <laughs> okay. Long Gone John is the guy who ran, runs Sympathy for the Record Industry. No, Ran. He ran. He, it's defunct now. It's no longer. He moved to Washington State, uh, somewhere near the coast outside of Olympia. I heard he got an island. Uh, it's not an island. It's not he an is, island? He is on the coast. Well, no man is an island. But you know what? <laughs> but I, most <laughs> men are peninsulas. Penis. <laughs> oh, I should stay with that story, oh, wow. though. Yeah, yeah. It's a better story. Yeah, he's got an island. Yeah. Uh, he is in a big, large house by himself. Um, with ton of uh, just a ton of stuff. On the coast uh, with a ton of stuff in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's like a crazy collector guy. He, Actually, uh, Ben Ben's seen the documentary based on his life. Oh, yeah. His collection is incredible. I mean, 
artwork, music memorabilia, Charles Manson jackets, just everything is. And he was part of Manson's crew. Um, no, he got. I've heard different things, but I it could all be legend. Yeah, and he seems like a guy that that's all that surrounds him. Um. Yeah, it's true. He's got a lot of stuff, and he'll he'll have like somebody come. He'll he'll ha- say have somebody just carve a banister like with gargoyles. Like, yeah, I'll hire this fucking guy to come do this, <laughs> you know? Or like, he's the first guy. I mean, he had Robert Williams paintings before Robert Williams was you know hot. Yeah, and, and then like, now he's got like, like Leonardo DiCaprio calling him and trying to buy him, and he doesn't sell him. Like, yeah, and he's and he uh, you before know, he's got, like destruction. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Before that, and um, uh, what's his name, Ryden. Mark yeah, Ryan. Mark Ryden, Mark uh, Ryan. Uh, uh, Coop, uh, Coop, Shag, um, like like all those all you know those like '80s and '90s kind of like very stylized guys. I went to a Mark Ryden show in Beverly Hills once, and I was like, as soon as I entered, it was a really small gallery, and I was like, I got to get out of here because if I fuck one of these things, up, <laughs> like, if I like turn around and like see someone I know and elbow something, I'm like, I'm done. You're done. The rest yeah. Of my life. Uh, they're all like really line. small, like nine by four paint, like these really tiny paintings. Ben has a Mark Ryden tattoo, a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's great stuff. And this guy has original stuff. And then you just yeah. like he 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 would put out like a, a seven inch, and you would have like one of these guys do the artwork for it. Yeah, no, he used to put out like eight seven inches a month, and he would fold them all on his living room floor. He was a one man operation. Wow, really? He's amazing. Yeah, That's even amazing. though he probably had the money to pay for people to help him. Huh? Um. I mean, he probably could have paid somebody, but, you know, I think he liked doing it himself. Figured I may as well do it. And, and he has. I think just, he liked doing it. And this he has. Is, it's his art. This yeah. is sympathy yeah. for the record. He likes. Yeah. Is, is, yeah. Is, is, yeah is, sympathy is. for the record. And they put out white stripes. And that's where most of his money comes from these days. Right. And whole. Well, that's where he made and the a muffs, lot of money. And the muffs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. No, all, all the all the stuff's out of print now. Actually, yeah. Uh, <laughs> All the simply stuff is is out of print now. He doesn't do the label anymore. But I'm yeah, sure he, he, I, I'm sure the label's not around anymore. But I think there's an eBay site that eerily looks like the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably so. I'm sure he's got a lot of stuff. Uh, no, it eerily looks like the petty cash department of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he never. Nothing sold in, you know, a lot of numbers except for the first. Yeah, he put out the first three White Stripes records on a handshake deal, and uh, one day Jack White just took him back, and. Oh. Uh, yeah, he used to. Uh, John went on tour with him and would talk about how Jack made Meg cry every day. And Whoa! And yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's very. Sweet. Apparently, well, he's not a very nice guy. Wow. To, to be fish, knowing, looking yeah. at those two, that might have sexually excited her. Like you, you never know. <laughs> she is. She does seem to like being sad. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. You know, I never looked at it that way. But you're right. But uh, <laughs> Neil, you're probably the one that told me that. No. I have a huge crush on her. I know. Yeah. She's got five head. <laughs> <laughs> if I said that, Neil would have touched a dumb button. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Like forehead and then there's five head? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just a, a bit more. It's a bit more. Um, yeah. He, no, he's great, though. He put out our first single. You want to know more about how Jack White sucks? Uh, <laughs> oh, Jack, uh, let's talk about a guy who uh, did a, a crazy, you know, very expensive kind of documentary uh so he could hang out with two his two of his favorite guitar players jack white this may this may get loud oh this okay. might get loud did <laughs> yeah, he produce that jack yeah. white 
Yeah. Yeah, I think he was involved. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It that's... was it was eerily similar to when uh to that HBO thing called Talking Funny where it was how um Ricky Gervais was able to get to talk to Chris Rock, Jerry Seinfeld and Louis CK at the same time. Yeah. Cuz right. we're all peers. We're all peers. Well, <laughs> right. you've been doing stand up for 3 years. <laughs> so that's why that movie starts off with him like stringing up that guitar on a piece of wood. Yeah, it's him building a guitar yeah, and then yeah. like everyone else is hat. and then you get like you get Edge there, you know, Edge from U2 like he's like He's in this kind of like small little studio thing. He's like, oh, here are my tapes. Here are the things. He's like a real nerd. He's like, oh, here's a he, – I, I, like he'll just record himself doing different like layers of like effects. And he's just like a real kind of – like a dorky guy that likes to layer sounds and stuff like that. And yeah. He makes no qualms. He doesn't act cool. He, he, he says he's not a cool guy. He like he – talks, he talks about how like, oh, you know how this is like one of our most popular songs. If I take away these effects, this is how dumb the riff is. Like he's very open. Oh, that's, and a, that's very cool. Yeah. yeah, and then and then like it's Robert Plant. Who Robert Plant? You know, Jimmy Page. Sorry, Jimmy Page. Um, yeah. Jimmy Page, who like is just you know great guitar player. Started as a kid, skiffle bands, blah blah yeah. blah. Can Here's I, my Link Ray single. Yeah, I love this record. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then there's Jack White, uh, who seems to enjoy um, dressing up, dressing up, and doing push-ups. Uh, <laughs> Well, with the little kid, that's right. And he has the little kid with him, and he's driving in an old timey car, and he goes to like an old Bayou house, and then he like puts together a guitar and starts like 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 a one string going like meow meow. It's yeah. just so it's and it's then they get all get to jam together, and he's a great guitar player and he's an amazing songwriter, but he's still a huge douche. Yes, <laughs> yes. Remember that time we got in a fight with a guy from the Von Bondies? Yes. Yeah. Always imagine he's like uh, you know him. I saw them on that tour. No way. Yeah. It was part. Oh fuck! Where were we? Von Bondi's that that one song was great. I feel like it was the same, the same year as I saw that guy throw up in a bucket. No, the Von Bondi's thing didn't happen. I think until like two thousand four, five. No, I think I think it was it was around the same time because it was the Mr. Show tour. You were on the Mr. Show tour. Well, my rep. I I saw the Von Bondi's and I saw. Um, there's another band. That I saw, and they have a similar name to another band. Come on, Cass, do it to him. <laughs> this just came to a screeching halt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we have a sound drop for that. Oh, wait. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> that went nowhere. Yeah. Uh, Church yeah. of Fire? Yes. <laughs> oh, in Georgia. No, no. Yeah, it was in Georgia. So I saw the, Fon- the Von Bondies in Georgia. Okay. Yeah, it was before that. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that was our uh, favorite intro we ever had in the muffs. We, we played Chariots of Fire while we descended the stairs of the truth. <laughs> it's pretty good. I like it because it's like it literally takes 30 seconds to get down yeah. like to the stage and set no, up. No, I know. Well, I milked it. I said, don't go yet. <laughs> I've always got to hold them back. Yeah. When, but I was, yeah. when I was in college in Boston, uh, a friend of mine's band would always play on the day of the Boston Marathon, and they would play Chariots of Fire. Oh, nice. <laughs> start to finish, and I would uh, I was only on stage for cymbal flourishes. Just like... Yeah. With the, yeah. And then I would hit like one note on a keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine, not that I've ever like been in a fight or you know, kicked anybody's ass, but imagine Jack White kicking somebody's ass. Oh, he can destroy somebody. Really? He's a very thick dude. But you think he's probably like, you polecat, you... 
<laughs> I'll drop you 23 skidoo. <laughs> right? Because he's so old timey. Why, I oughta. Exactly. So I said, Queen's rules. Yeah, yeah. You're right. He's big. He's yeah. big. No, he's like, he's a, you can see his arms are really thick. He's got like a big chest. It just seems like a guy yeah. that just does push ups all the time to get all the, the rage he probably has. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I remember one time um, he was he was I was reading an interview and uh, he was talking about Meg and he says uh, he's like, well, I was talking to Meg. I says to her, I says, no. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, that's, uh, that's one of the things that always was always interesting to me with the White Stripes and the Black Keys, where it was White Stripes is this Detroit band that's very white, and then uh, Auerbach from the Black Keys actually went and lived at T Model Ford's house for six months during yeah. the summers and like actually has this weird authenticity but for some reason the authenticity seems to have gone with the white stripes and not the black keys the black uh, keys are a pop band now yeah i don't know well they are kind of a pop band they're, it's, they're all okay. the all that seems pretty contrived i mean why not just do what you want to do yeah. and then make try and make good songs I feel like, like they all are though like what they're all doing what they want to do. I don't. Yeah, they are. No, but like, like going both those bands, like they're great. I'm like, just thinking about that that stuff from that. This mate get loud. This mate get loud. This mate get loud. <laughs> this might get loud. <laughs> I would uh, see that. Yeah, movie. That was the. That was the, sorry. I'm, that was my favorite Paul Hogan uh, movie. <laughs> uh, it was the first appearance of Yahoo Serious. Nice. <laughs> I haven't seen that, but uh, this it might sounds get like loud. it's pretty like uh, off putting as far as egos are involved. But um, yeah. I don't know. I like all those guys. Yeah, no. I, the, here's the thing. I fucking still listen to all that stuff. It's as great. As far as like it's great. Pod, podcast uh, relationships go, like hearing him on Marin's thing where he's talking about analog tape versus digital recordings, that struck such a chord with me. Yeah. Like I don't even like listening to digital music anymore. Yeah, exactly. And you also, you're an editor and you only edit on uh, Reel to Reel. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I constantly edit on digital things, and I feel like I'm driving myself insane. Yeah, <laughs> listening to people say things in you know tiny little bit driven forty eight. Zip it the boop. Zip it the boop. Zip it the boop. Didn't work. Oh. At least the White Stripes never added extra goons like the Black Keys. Like they have these extra goons now. Oh, do they? They yeah, play yeah, arenas. They yeah. Yeah. When they play live, oh, really? they have three yeah. or four other people. Yeah. That's. I, don't I remember. Know. Here's a, here's my know. here's my White Stripes uh, story. It was just because Annie from Giant Drag uh, was at a show at the Troubadour, and Jack White was there. And uh, this is what Jack White. He's like, two piece band, huh? Where'd you get that idea? <laughs> and he was assuming that she got the idea from him. Yeah. Oh. And then, uh, and then Annie said, "Like uh, she's like, oh, Millie Vanilli." <laughs> <laughs> Annie yeah. FTW. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, yeah. I do. You, do you? Uh, I mean, should people let stuff go? Like it's like he's a dick, but he makes good music. He, uh, you know, it's it's like there's a lot of stuff that's like I mean, yeah. so many people are still buying Chris Brown records. So many people will always buy Michael Jackson records. But like, there's bad things about these people. How much do we forgive to artists? Yeah, you don't have to like them personally, or we wouldn't like anybody. Basketball players, they're all yeah, yeah assholes. Yeah, yeah I, any athlete. And and that's one of the great things about music is it literally works with your own imagination. Doesn't matter. I think with any art. Well, but yeah. even with music, I can't tell you how many times it's been like I've heard a song. I've heard the lyrics. I've put it together in my mind. I'm like, oh, this is an amazing song about heartbreak. And then you find out later, it's like, no, I was just like, uh, I was just bummed that day. 
Like it, it had nothing to do with. Oh Harvard. well, like when you find yeah. out, like uh, it's, it's like a character. Every Nirvana lyric was made like moments before they had to put them down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but but it's taken on this epic feeling in your head because yeah. it's just like, oh, that's so perfect that it goes yeah. right there. I got a really good like uh, firsthand uh, moment. One of those where uh, there was a Toys That Kill record and Sean Cole, one of his songs. I was like, oh, this is clearly about this thing and this place and these people and this and like I was like I built up this whole lore about because you were embedded in that scene and you knew yeah and. I I you knew, knew a bunch of people that he I knew, knew all these people that he knew so and I knew yeah. yeah and I, I I called him and I was like hey so is this about this and this about this he's like no 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 it's a uh, it's about uh Nancy Reagan and her addiction to speed and uh, <laughs> and, and the whole Star Wars thing like and I was like oh yeah yeah that that makes more sense than mine way more sense there's a friend of mine Bill Bartell from the band White Flag yeah in, in the movie The Decline of West, Western Civilization Everyone knows this film, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. yeah uh, most, you know, people, most people know the second part, the Metal Years. <laughs> the second, you where know, you get to see uh, Chris Holmes from Wasp. Uh, yeah, floating in a, in a black pool. Yeah. It's actually a better film, the second one. <laughs> I yeah, think, the but, first one, though, has like great, great But the stuff. first one, yeah, there's a scene where, where Bill, Bill's the guy riding on Darby, you know, yeah. right in pen, and he writes, he writes Tess Pat on his arm, and everybody thinks, oh, Tess Pat, Pat Smear, what's it mean? Bill's band was Test Pattern at the time. He was just trying to like Test Pattern. <laughs> that's all there is to that. Ben ran out. Yeah. Ben ran out. Darby moved. That's yeah. all there is. Yeah. <laughs> and that's his autobiography. Yeah. Ben ran out. Darby moved. Yeah. My life with the White Cross yeah. <laughs> and the LA Punk scene. See what all at Okie Dog. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna play. Uh, I'm gonna play a Muff song, and then we're gonna. Uh, when we come back, we're gonna talk about your foray into the world of magic, and that is not a w- weird joke. I'm saying I am. I'm serious. Yeah. Uh, so this is Lucky Guy by the Muffs. <laughs>
a tight ending at the end of a song is always better for me. It's always better because I don't like stopping short. That was the Muffs from their self-titled album. First song on our first album. Yeah, first song, first album. Yeah. You still had long hair. I did. And you were also a music journalist. I was before I ended up in a band, yeah. I wasn't yeah, supposed yeah. to be in a band. I ended up in my then-girlfriend's band. I thought I would be a writer. I would interview bands. I'd get free records. And you were in Texas during this time? I was in Texas. Yeah. We had a, our first guest on the show was this guy, Greg Heller from San Francisco, who was a, he was a, in bands at the same time as being a music journalist ah. in the same town. Yeah. And was a dick wow. about being, being in both. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, see, I was kind of a dick. I would, I would trash local bands. Yeah. Seems and they like hate that. And, they, yeah, and yeah. they'd always say, like, oh, let's see you do it. And... Well, yeah. I ended up doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That must have been so horrible for them. Every was, time. Yeah, you no, you're right. I have a bad letter. They hear your song in the movie Clueless, and they're like, ah, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. That went gold, by the way. That, <laughs> that soundtrack? <laughs> yeah. The soundtrack for Clueless? Yes. My wow. sister had that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was a big, big record. Yeah, you guys. And we're the first song on there. You so guys, I don't mind Boss saying, Tones? Are they on there? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah I don't know who I don't know who else is on there. Yeah, they're in a very pivotal scene Wait. where uh, a girl embarrasses herself. I <laughs> think you should check it out. Yeah. Saw it three times in the theater. Uh, <laughs> it's amazing the impression you got of that scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw um, that movie three times. I didn't have much to do <laughs> uh, growing up. I saw I saw two movies in a row Wait, by myself. Growing up, what year was this? Yeah, that must have been ninety five. Like yeah, ninety five. Okay. So uh, I think it was ninety six. Um, We've no. got varying. It was definitely opinions. ninety-five at the earliest. Was it though? Was yes. it? So you get to you get to hang out with Amy. Heckling? We, yeah, Amy Heckerling wanted us. I always wanted to work with her since Fast Times. I, I, yeah, <laughs> and she did. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I got to work with her on a Funnier Die video, she, I, I and I never well. expressed how much fandom I had for her. Yeah, in like the three days that we were working, and she would like come and sit in this awful cubicle at Funny or Die with me editing this piece with Fred Armerson and, yeah. and all those guys and because uh, Johnny Dangerously was like my favorite movie ever Like, wait Johnny Dangerously was her? yeah oh wow Weird Al has a song on that it was, this it was, is the life yeah and it was uh, her husband at the time wrote it she directed it and yeah, and like, and uh, Mel Brooks references it. This is like, yeah, like that's yeah, that's his favorite yeah. like parody movie that wasn't his. Yeah, wow, oh, that's incredible. No, she's totally cool. She put us in the first episode of the TV show that she directed too. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And so Wallace Shawn is I dancing remember, to us. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wallace Shawn. I remember you had you had health insurance from uh, SAG for a I long did, time. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I did. You're like the only musician. With and I self. never used it when I had it. I know. I remember oh, you. I remember no. you were stressing yeah, yeah, out yeah. when it was like running up. I was like, Bob, my fucking health insurance is running yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> we we would call each other Bob. By the way, yeah, we were all Bob. Store, yeah, yeah, still it's, are. Yeah, yeah. We hear from Ron. He still says, yeah, Ron, who. And here's the thing: we saw Ron essentially transform himself while we were working there. Like he was a portly guy, and uh, and then because everything was so crazy in his life, he realized the one thing he had control over was eating. He could eat whatever he wanted, and so he decided to only eat raw foods. And we were right, and it was perfect because we the store was right across the street from Windward Farms, yeah, which was just this you know hippie. You know, farmers market type of place. Yeah. You guys were basically at the like the crossroads of Venice down yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Windward yeah. and Pacific. Yeah, yeah. the Windward yeah. Circle. Yeah, right there at the heart of the boardwalk. And you know, like you know, for lunch, like Ron would send me to like the burrito place, like down the boardwalk, or yeah. you know, and then he was. So for the listener, the 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 stereotype of your 
just watch imagination of what Venice Beach is. Watch the yeah, opening credits of Californication, <laughs> yeah. and you will see yeah. this store. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of people on roller skates. A lot of yeah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Harry Perry or Scary Perry? What was that guy's name? Oh, Harry Perry. Harry Perry. Uh, still around there on, every day. Still yeah, there. The guy with the uh, turban on. The yeah, skates. Ron said he saw him dropping off his daughter uh, at school once because their daughters went to the same school, and he says uh, he saw him without rollerblades, and he says like the dude's knees are clearly fucking wrecked. Yeah, uh, and oh, they're not. No. They're not made it now at this point they don't know how to walk so he's like he hobbles around but when he's on the fucking blades yeah. the blades the blades uh, that's the coolest i can try and that's make that you mean the los blades yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 so he's rocking the blades but his, his calves are huge though <laughs> <laughs> you fucked a guy well yeah his calves are huge though. <laughs> um he carries a credit card like a kerchunk credit card machine maybe he's, maybe he's updated uh, to the thing that plugs in yeah iPhone. to the iphone yeah i'm yeah. sure probably not though or probably not yeah yeah oh yeah. my god when i saw i last week i went to go see that band war paint and it was like an art space downtown some warehouse whatever got invited by a friend who was invited by a friend and it was like you know he, there's neil's in the cognizant 50 yeah. people there seeing this band and it was one of those places where I was like, oh, shit, I don't have any money. I'm not going to be able to buy a Tecate or whatever. Yeah. They had iPads with fucking credit cards. Oh, no. For, yeah. no. No, 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 no. No, That's great. Yay! Yeah, no, I was going to say. It was awesome. No, like, oh, no. I was that so would, excited. That would fuck me up. It was so great. <laughs> Man, so many warehouse parties where you're just like, oh, what if they just had that? Yeah. What's well, like Iggy Pop says if they had had ATMs when he was in the 70s, he'd be dead. And Ron started eating, or Ron Benway. Ron would eat a yam like a hand fruit. Yeah. Oh, he would just, dear Lord. Yeah, he would just I start swear. eating raw vegetables and he lost 100 pounds. Yeah. Wow. He just, and then he grew his hair out and started like, he kind of like became the, the hippie, like punk guy that he always like that he meant to become right. before he got married to someone that had a kid <laughs> yeah Ooh. well then they, had yeah. A, then they had a kid then they had a kid then they had a kid themselves yeah. Yeah. and uh and and ron and like as the as the the relationship i think he got married when he was 18 yeah yeah, yeah. he got married oh real, dear lord so yeah. yeah yeah he was real young right out of here and he was like ready to fucking go he was like thinking about doing comedy thinking about like you know yeah. uh like he he had a lot of bursting full of dreams yeah yeah a lot of <laughs> things he wanted to do um but his first his first uh wrong, that he did you no know, his first wrong kid. move was <laughs> moving to venice because of uh uh, Jim Morrison. That was his first wrong move, oh. <laughs> and he'll admit it. And he'll he's embarrassed by Damn it. Damn it. it! Nobody. Oh, could. that was legitimately his reasoning. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. he oh. talked about that yeah. a lot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, um, but and, he, then, and then he met all of the homeless people that slept on the beach with Jim Morrison. And went, oh, yeah. Well, he was living the Jim Morrison dream, like he had beer bottles in the shower. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's that kind of drinker. Yeah, he's he was that kind of drinker. Um, and you know, when we have Joe Sib on, we'll tell more stories about that. Uh, <laughs> nice. Invite me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, we should, it should be uh, yeah, uh, you, uh, Joe Sib, Soda. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Who else from the '90s uh, LA scene can we invite? <laughs> one of the one of the uh, one of the Hayden sisters, probably. Nice. Um, <laughs> but uh, but Ron eventually, like the marriage deteriorated, and Ron had to leave. And Ron and I had kind of started becoming friends again. And he had to move into my one bedroom apartment in this Hollywood. This was when you weren't working there. No, I'd already I'd been yeah, done working there for a while. Long over, yeah. yeah, and so he had to start living with me. How was that? Uh, well, he immediately had a girlfriend that he was constantly trying to fuck on my couch. 
<laughs> there was a couple times where is that I'd the like, one with the open. She had a boyfriend too. I think so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it was real weird. And he was a. Uh, and that's putting Ron Benway on blast. <laughs> no, no. But I, shots that, fired. Are we saying no? These aren't negative things. These yeah. are all. I know, but we're just airing a lot of. Do you think this is a? Uh, not yet. No, no, it's not. <laughs> not yet. I mean, you guys know him better than I would, but yeah. you know, no, Ron is. He should be here to talk about. This I, yeah, thing. I'm sure. I'm sure. And you know, like once he's in town, again, I also tried to fuck a lot of girls in your couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I no, tried no. To but fuck this your couch like for a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there me, was a couple. Let me read it. Like maybe two. Okay, <laughs> but there was, and then Ron's like one of the most important people in my life. Like he is the reason that I didn't like just fucking freak out and move back to Hawaii. <laughs> or move to <laughs> let's not get sincere uh and he and ron like it's like and i let him stay i let him stay on my couch and like you know like it was the least i could do because he did so much for me but i also had just got on a macbook uh with GarageBand, and uh like he was way into using it to record stuff and then as a thank you to me uh he actually recorded this song uh for me and it's about uh being from hawaii so this is uh ron benway or aka morgan's orange uh singing a song about hawaii song hawaii that he wrote for me as a gift and i thought it was very nice he now lives in york pennsylvania if you're in york pennsylvania and you go to a a, an an open mic he probably is running it he runs like music and comedy open mics and he's uh, really happy out there he's become friends with the uh the guys from i want to say live Live. yes he's become friends with the guys from live live the band live yes heaven let your light shine down had two guys They had two guys from Chad? Two guys named Chad. Two guys named Chad, which would have been a better name. I have some good live yeah. stories. You do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Roll them out. You yeah. can almost name anyone and I'll have um, You're no, one of the guests I like to call a regular because I like to come back and yeah, no, too uh, much. You got too much. Our friends at Veruca Salt, if you remember that. Mm-hmm. Band. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Seether is neither. Neither? Big nor small. <laughs> Seether <laughs> is the center of it all. Sounds like you're talking something right in the middle. Yeah, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I tried to keep her on a short leash. Mm-hmm. Jonah? I've tried to keep her down. Jonah, Jonah, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to interrupt, but the see there's Louise. <laughs> 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 I 
That's a good I delivery. I them. That should be yeah. a seven inch. <laughs> what does it spell? You doing word? the spoken word lyrics? Uh, ver- 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's one of my favorite uh, things. You know, a lot of people are walking around like they got something to say, <laughs> but nothing, nothing comes out. out when they move their lips. Just a bunch of gibberish. Who's talking here, Cash? Oh. <laughs> it's like you forgot about Ray. Oh, Jonah Ray. Uh, so you've got <laughs> so many names. No, anyway, <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> as he checks his phone, <laughs> the one finger drop. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we after the tour, we we toured with them for the better part of a year, and then they went on a big arena tour. Sounds like it would be the worst live. part of the year. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it was actually a good tour. We yeah yeah. Um, anyway, big they, shows. They went on tour with Live, and they were the like low man on the totem pole, and that I forgot who was in the middle. But Live had their own basketball court what? that they would carry with us. Yeah, and one of the Chads, I can't remember which one, <laughs> uh, the guitar-playing Chad, actually. Um, uh, G- uh, I can say Jim the drummer was showing his friend around, you know, this is backstage, this is blah, blah, blah. Oh, this is where they play basketball. And Chad, the, uh, the guitar player, said, hey, man, what are you doing? Get out. We're playing a game. Oh. He's like, oh, I'm just showing my friend. He's like, get, get the fuck out of here. Wow. And... Uh, yeah, and so Jim, and so uh, the road manager for Live came back. He's like, uh, Jim should apologize to Chad because, uh, you know, I kind of pissed him off. And, and, and the rest of Veruca Salt told Jim, like, you should really apologize to Chad. He's like, what do you mean? He's an asshole. I'm not going to apologize. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, Veruca Salt, he doesn't apologize. That night after Veruca Salt gets off stage, they come back. There's a bottle of Dom Perignon per- <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, saying, uh, you know, and said, like, from Chad. Oh, yeah. Which one? And that was it. Yeah. <laughs> a. Which one? Yeah. B. I guess it could have been the other Chad. Yeah, you never know. There's yeah. a lot of Chad in. Let me let me apologize oh. for Chad. Chad feels yeah. real bad about what Chad did. I'm Chad, but don't get it wrong with the other Chad because Chad's a Chad. Sometimes <laughs> we're pretty much Chad. There's nothing cheaper than the impersonal apology. Two guys yeah. named yeah, yeah, Chad. Yeah. We're gonna play a song now from two guys named Chad. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's what they used to be called. Uh, two two guys named Chad live, and they're like, "How about we shorten it to Trail of Dead?" <laughs> um, now, much like uh, there's there's much like uh, the guitar player from the Pixies. Mm-hmm. Which and, one? Um, Joey Santiago. Yeah, Santiago. No, you're talking about the drummer. Is the drummer the one that did it? Oh, the drummer, yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry. This is a bad intro. My buddy. I'm helping you smooth out the segue. Thank you so much. You much like, what's the drummer's name? Drunken messes. I don't remember. David Lovering. So yeah. just like David Lovering from the Pixies. <laughs> and what's his name from Possum Dixon? <laughs> I always forget his name. But he's Rob great. Zabrecki. Rob Zabrecki from yeah. Possum Dixon. Uh-huh. You also, an alternative rock musician, have made <laughs> his foray into the world of magic. <laughs> you are a bing man, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, talk about nerdy. Yeah. The world of magic is uh, quite nerdy. Yeah, and um, you're past. You're, you're past at the Magic Castle, uh, which I, means that you've submitted to be a performer there, a regular. I'm a magician member, yes. <laughs> I pass the audition. I have a Magic- gold pen. If there was any place that actually used the term Grand Wizard, I would think it would be. <laughs> oh. uh, no, there you're liable to see somebody with a Grand Wizard hat <laughs> walking around like it's just normal. So um, that's uh, so now you do uh, magic. Um, Are you still in your journey cover band, your lesbian journey cover band? You know, occasionally. Yeah, that band has gone on for a dozen years, and uh, we play like twice a year at the satellite um, and whatever. And uh, it sells out, and 
Yeah, a lot of lesbians come. It's a very short crowd. He's in a, a lesbian, <laughs> a lesbian female fronted cover band of Journey. I don't know how yes. to interpret that, that that adjective. Is it the crowd is like physically? Short? The crowd is like, physically short. The lesbians are not tall. <laughs> under five six. It's not, it's not like I a prison term, At, at like least our eyes, lesbian so crowd is not very tall at all. I was thinking it might be that, or it might be you know, there's like sure. six rows deep, but then there's no one. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're very. They love Journey no. and they throw panties and bras. Yeah. Let's not just, at, say, not, not oh, Let's just say they all oh, yeah. came out for the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but boom. Yeah. Came out. Yeah. Our singer show. dresses like a guy has a fake dick in her pants. Uh, wears a wig. Wears the white tails and sounds like Steve Perry. Yeah. And I yeah. just play bass and I don't have to co-front a band. And uh, <laughs> now by co-front a yeah. band you mean get into arguments with the lead singer on stage during the show? Yeah. And or lay into uh, the audience. Yeah. Also uh, put ben, down Jeffrey Lee Pierce. Ben whatever. over here. Ben, say really quick what you said earlier about the first time you saw the Muffs. So the first time I saw the Muffs, I was fourteen. Really? <laughs> that was that was a mistake. See, 14. now you get it. Now you understand. <laughs> in Costa Mesa, California, there was a guy that the singer for the Muffs, Kim Shattuck, and he kept trying to lift up her shirt and skirt, shirt dress. No, yeah, skirt. Okay, skirt, sorry. And uh, she said something to him, and Ronnie saw the conflict, and he took off his base. The guy that was trying to look up her skirt was standing right next to me. So I and you were doing nothing about it. I was just, I was kind of just. <laughs> I, was I was fourteen. 14. I didn't really yeah, understand yeah. what was going. You were waiting, I was fourteen as well. You were waiting for the show. Either all, it'd be sexy sudden, or violent. I see fly right next to my head, the neck of a bass right into this guy's chest, and he gets pulled out by security at our house coffee in Costa Mesa. Meanwhile, Kim gets the entire crowd chanting. Na 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 na. <laughs> hey, 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 goodbye. That's awesome. Yeah, you could murder somebody that way. I know. I'm lucky that I've gotten away with a. You're lucky it wasn't an Ibanez bass. I am lucky. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a that's a gear reference. The fin- <laughs> very the fin- the precision. Very uh, the old ones that can take a lot of uh, abuse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still have that bass. I mean, it's a bass my father gave me when I was 14. No way. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Wow. Same one. You come from right. a musical stock? You're- no. Really? Not at all. <laughs> yeah, I uh No, his dad actually asked him to just Hey, I found this somewhere. Can you throw it away for me? <laughs> yeah, I'm no, I get some money. Well, bust this up for firewood. Yeah. No, I used to uh, ha- I used to sweep up at record stores for promos when I was 12 and 13 and then uh the manager was a bass player and I was influenced to want a bass. So oh, awesome. my wow. father gave me a bass. Yeah, cuz usually nobody wants to grow up playing the bass. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, and you end up you, playing the bass. And you, no, know, I, you always I, talk I've been enlisted to several bands be like yeah, you can learn to play the bass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We need a bass. My player. dad was made a bass player for a band because he uh, had a truck. That was, <laughs> that was why. You I mean, can he would always tell hands. that. He would just like when me and Adam were getting into bands and stuff like that. He'd always just be like, uh, he would always be like, it's like, yeah, they. I was in bands too because I had a truck. Yeah, yeah. Owning a PA is a big way to yeah. get in a band too. Yeah, he also yeah the bongo yeah. player. Nice. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and you also I saw you once uh, kick a dude in the chest at a uh, spaceland. No, it happens. I mean, we don't like to take any shit up there. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it's not too violent. It's anymore. the muffs, not the pussies. But yeah, I don't have to. <laughs> I don't have to take you up. Can use that next time. You yeah, yeah, I like time. that. Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, no, Kim has punched people. You know, I, generally I don't have to take up for it. that time. I guess I did. Um, Jeffrey Lee Pierce from the Gun Club. About two months before he died, uh, came on stage at the Palace and lifted Kim's skirt, and we. Totally laid into him. I called him a Sam Kennison-looking motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> he was wearing a long coat and a beret, and then two months later, dead. 
Oh. But, you know, he was being an asshole. If you watch a documentary on them, yeah. everybody in the film says he's an asshole. Wow. So, yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's an uplifting. Assholes die just like the. Yeah. yeah. And so, but like you, when did you, did you start hanging out at the Magic Castle and then decided uh, you want to do it or was it something you always were interested in? No. Yeah. I started, I got a friend who was a, a member and I started, I, you know, I fell in love with the place. I always put off going. Because, I love it there. I yeah, love it there. No. I, as soon like as I walked Disneyland. in. Disneyland. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's like a time tunnel or something. Yeah. You know, it's like uh there's guys that are 500 years old walking around, and, and yeah. you know the place hasn't changed much. And the piano 63. is played by a g- 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 ghost. There's a ghost. She takes breaks. <laughs> <laughs> she quits right at midnight and everything. But she's uh, union. She's yeah. union. She's union. Yeah. yeah, she gets that in. But uh, yeah, ghost no, union I, and magicians union. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, start, I I mean, I quickly Jewel learned that, that that magic is like a performing art, and seeing a good magic show. Of course, there's a lot of hack magic, and that's of course there's that's what everybody comedy. There's a lot of hack music. When people, yeah, when people think of magic, they think of purple jumpsuits and a big gestures and yeah. dancing moves. And I've never hack. once thought of it. <laughs> a purple jumpsuit. Purple jumpsuit. <laughs> Doug Henning. <laughs> Doug Henning's influence. I think oh, you're okay. thinking of the Magic basketball team warming up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Orlando Magic taking three free throws. But uh, yeah, I started. I started. I started hanging out, and Rob, I got reacquainted with Rob Zabrecki from Possum Dixon, and he took me under his wing. And uh, yeah, now I'm involved in this whole social magic scene. Which and is he's quite great. Odd. He's an amazing magician. Rob, like, me, is and, uh, a, me and D saw him once, and he was so fucking good. Yeah, Rob's great. He won Stage Magician of the Year. He's he did on the board now. Yeah, he Rob's amazing. Yeah. So, so was this a thing you were you were interested in for a long time? Did you have like sleight of hand down? Because I've always wondered that. Like, it seems like one of those things, like learning an instrument, where it's like. If you do it when you're young, it exactly kind of goes with you, but it's much harder. See, it's to a learn little, it's old. a little late for me to be the the killer card guy. I would yeah. love to be, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, all those guys were yeah, grew up as uh, lonely teenagers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Girls yeah. didn't talk to them, and they had a deck of cards, and yeah. Yeah, so oh, that's great. So it's too back then. I know, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's too late for me to be that kind of guy. But you know, you I'm not a performer. Like like you know, Love Ring. Since the Pixies have reunited, Love Ring. Didn't perform too much. Oh, really? Yeah. But he's got a great act. He's like the science guy. Oh, fun. Uh, he wears a lab coat. And... Oh, I think I've seen little little bits of... Was, he's done he it do, at the uh, Steve Allen do, Theater. Is it in li- yeah. Loud, yeah. Quiet, Loud, the the documentary? Because I think they do a little... There might be a little bit. I think yeah, there's like I think... 30 seconds. But yeah. It's not, yeah. It's, mo- it's not much. There were some YouTube stuff up uh, yeah. of his magic act. But yeah, he had a good character, too. It's, you know, you can have like... Magic that's maybe not so technical, but if you have a good character and a good presentation, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a good magic show. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, and it's, same on the other hand, you can be really like good, but if you're boring yeah. character, then yeah. it's, it's a boring true. show. Well, very, very true. You know, Andy Kindler is one of the funniest people I've ever seen in the world. You give those jokes to somebody else, and it's going to yeah. be boring <laughs> as hell. Yeah. yeah. It's true. Yeah. Um, so, as you know, we take submissions for the uh, theme songs on Jonah Radio, and... Uh, my brother Adam actually submitted a theme song, and uh, and and it's 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 and I I almost said actually it's actually good. Uh, um, oh uh, no no it's it's good. But here's the thing: the, he did a, he did a thing with the vocals where it's low vocals and high vocals, uh, you know, digitally done. Mm-hmm. And Adam, I don't know. Do you know the band Ween at all? Uh, a little bit. Do you know that that's a thing? That's like a, a cool thing they do. No, I just um, I did the vocals and I was going through the effects on the vocals part of GarageBand, and um, I just I listened. I was going down and I got the helium part. And I was like, ooh, 
I like that. <laughs> That's one of the more obnoxious sounds on the GarageBand presets. Yeah, I know, but then later I, just, I, was, I didn't know what I was doing, so I duplicated the vocals, and I, and I had that deeper one. And yeah. I put those together, and I was like, oh, this, this should be fun. Cool. It's so weird, because it does here. We'll take a listen to it. It does sound kind of like a, uh, like it could be a ween type of vocal thing. <laughs> That's great. That's so great. Oh, that's awesome. And also the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're pointing at me. What? Oh, fuck you, Neil. It's the thing, the noise I'm making and the thing I'm pointing at. Yeah, the thing you, you do at every end of a song. Yes, please. Thank you. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. um, Adam, that was great. It, it's, it seems it, like that's like a, a ween thing. As you saw everybody yeah. go, oh, yeah, this is totally ween. And yeah. that's great because you have no idea. I had no idea. <laughs> it's like I saw a guy where I was like, oh, wow, you have like a real cool Ramones or, uh, or Queers sound to your band. He's like, who are they? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, like, I came up with the melody like a week ago. Then just like I couldn't figure out how to do um, drum loops and stuff on a garage tune. So I just, <laughs> you know, all the other intro songs have been all kind of upbeat. So I just did this slow little acoustic thing and it yeah. was fun and interesting. No, it was fun. Yeah. It was also the, 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 there's a little bit in that riff too, the, it's like very tenacious D. Yeah. 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 No, that's just the way I play. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Adam Rodriguez. Um, that came <laughs> out while we were working there. <laughs> Uh yeah, they they actually just released a jazz EP or like uh, yeah, two tracks and they both are like fifteen minutes. One track, the other, one the other side's blank. It's a little disappointing. It is. Yeah, you expected more Who, of a better I, I, jazz album. I from know. Tenacious I, D. I know. It's it's probably probably because it's exactly what I expected. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, they got, they got do, 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 it's jazz. Year, yeah, right? yeah. Playing jazz. Oh, jazz. Jazz. Yeah. Um. All right, cool. That is it for uh, Jonah Radio. Uh, thank you to our guest Ronnie Barnett, who you can find on Instagram. <laughs> Do you want people going to Instagram? David Lee Roth. Uh, That's my name. Yeah, David Lee Roth on Instagram. Uh, but it's been a great show. Yay! Mm-hmm. Well, it's been a great show. I want to thank our guest, Ronnie Barnett. It's been, we've learned a lot about him. We've learned a lot about each other. And we want to give it up for. What, what's wrong? Oh, nothing. I, got, I didn't even get to talk about Jeff. Jeff Beck sucking his own dick. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Record scratch. <laughs> no, it's okay. I, know, I know this is going long. Let's go long. <laughs> no, let's go as long as Jeff Beck's so, dick, so, which is so able to be sucked though. by himself. Yeah, he's what? got a loose spine, apparently. He can suck his own dick. <laughs> you don't just throw that Wait, in. You tell your story, and then I'll tell my story about sucking my own dick. Okay, <laughs> go for it. Whoa. I, I mean, that's the only... But, so that's just a thing. It's not a story. You just know that he can suck I just his own know dick. he can. And then I'll talk about Linda Ronstadt's pussy, but let's hear about... Hold Let's on, hear hold about on. you sucking your own dick, by all means. No, nah, it's not as interesting anymore. Can you do it, Neil? <laughs> yeah, you tried it? We've all tried it. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, kind of common sense. No, I actually can't, try. but I, I did live with a guy who claimed he could, and it was the most awkward conversation. Like, we were just, like, roommates, like, just two guys after college, like, oh, okay, like, we're... You know, we're both working and whatever. And he was like, yeah, I forget how it came up. But he was, he told me he could suck his own dick. And I was like, I don't, 
I don't think I like you anymore. <laughs> well, it's weird because it, it's it seems like a roundabout way of being able to brag about the size of your dick. No, like, <laughs> I think it was definitely about like his weird flexibility and how skinny he was. Because I always thought that if I just lost some weight, that's another thing. <laughs> um, my my first question to him would be is like, so how long do I need to shake the keys in the lock before I actually come into the yeah, apartment yeah, yeah. at the no, end of the day? That's a quick yeah. fix. Yeah? You <laughs> think so? Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, so Linda, uh, we worked with this engineer once who told me he worked with Leo Kotke, the uh, old yeah, yeah, yeah acoustic player. guitar player. Yeah. He fucked Linda Ronstadt back in the day, and he described her pussy as texturous. Oh, <laughs> wait, so, that like sounds... sandpaper. It's like a cat's tongue. Oh, yeah. Ronstadt. Ronstadt, I know. I need some medical attention to my dick. Ronstadt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're so vain, you probably think this vagina is about That's you. That's a wrong thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he just boo. <laughs> wrong singer. I get him confused. Uh, <laughs> what was Ronstadt? Wait, what was her hit? Oh, there's many. You're no good. Uh, oh, yeah. She was big in the 70s. She actually is uh, <laughs> more responsible for country rock being the big main yeah, the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The main, the main she point didn't get a claim for is that. She is not Carly Simon. Uh, yeah. Carly Simon. I always lose Carly All Simon. All right. We're, we're going off the rails. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to finish up. Are you on Twitter or anything like that? No, you, you know, I should you, be. You just got on the, the Instagram, huh? Uh, just no, I've pictures been of for a little bit. I'm, I'm on the Facebook and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't want you don't want strangers going to your Facebook. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't accept. believe you. Me, you don't want strangers. Yeah, no. Going to your I, Facebook. I try to. I try to keep it either people like Peter Frampton or people I really know. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. it's like uh, when uh, like Deanna would just be like, "You gotta make it private or something. <laughs> you, we can't. You can't have people being able to click on my name." Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. Right. and uh and like it's like or sometimes people just like put on my like on my wall just like it's like fucking hey this fucking thing is great <laughs> and then like uh like uh it was like a picture or something like that and then you'll i'll see my grandmother going you look really good yeah <laughs> yeah no not fun yeah. not any, fun any so keep it to friends or yeah any, you got it you just got you guys are working on a new oh, yeah, we album just, we just uh finished Mick. it's actually done uh we finished mixing our first record in eight years and uh actually there's a documentary the oh, guy's wow. gonna start making in January. Oh, awesome. shit. Been waiting on this documentary thing. <laughs> <laughs> Legitimate guy, not just a college student or something. What are you uh, gonna tune in you the opening wanna, credits? You, don't sell short on a documentary. Yeah, no, uh, no, no. Uh, Mahartzel uh, Industries available for any music documentary you may need. Yeah. No, this guy made a film on the wedding present and, you know. Oh, legit cool. Guy. Wow. Yeah, nice. legit guy. So. Yeah, oh, that's great. awesome. And so when's that when's the release for that record? Oh, I don't see th- this is a long way. Now the now that business starts, which uh, uh, Okay. Oh. That'll be a whole other well, show. Like what's the whole thing that's going down with it? Uh, well, basically uh basically we have somebody to put it out in Japan. No. This is a good backdrop for this. <laughs> that was me. Um <laughs> I we that, have a. You have me so paranoid. <laughs> it's like, this fucking iPad. I want to throw it out the window. Twenty dollars on that app. <laughs> not to mention the amount of money Don't it's spent to create a catchphrase. No, it's not. I just like it's a lot of money. And I if really anyone wants to put it no, out, yeah. I spend twice as much on booze every week when I come to this fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever. But what were we saying about Oh, the- no, just uh, we don't know exactly who's putting it out. This distribution company called Rocket Science has approached us who, like, basically people make records. And they put out, like, Jackson Brown and Ace Freely, which is good enough for me. Fucking, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and other, you know, bands, too. Basically, you make the record, because we did pay for the record ourselves. Yeah. So um, it's, weird. it's a weird world out there as far as releasing yeah. it's new business. Record jazz, everyone knows. 
So. Yeah, it's a, it's a different time. So look forward to so that. So we're fielding offers. Yeah, if you're listening to this and you're not Follow me 12, on Instagram, yeah. yeah. Uh, be sure to... Uh, we want to <laughs> For all business contacts, yeah. contact yeah, yeah. him through Instagram. Yeah. Uh, thank, you, thank you so much, Ronnie Barnett. Uh, David Lee Roth on Instagram. You can see pictures of Ronnie in uh, Santa outfits and his cat and his girlfriend. Uh, um, uh, I want to thank our producer, Cash Hartzell. Neil Mahoney is a Neil Mahoney. Uh, ben Getting. Um, ben Getting from Vagrant Records, uh, who released The Hold Steady, who we made fun of on this episode. Uh, who may not have the job when he gets back. Uh, yeah. Also, um, Adam, thank you so much for uh, being a part of the show. Adam uh, Rodriguez, my brother. Thank you. Think about it. Nice. Um, and you, also, if you liked any of the bands that you heard on here, please go check them out live. Go buy their records. Uh, if you want to support the show, go to bluecollardistro.com and buy any kind of Jonah Ray merch. If you want to hear your, uh, if you want to make a theme song, or if you want to hear your band on the show, submit to jonahradio at gmail.com. If you want to make drops. If you want to, oh yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> go back and listen to our previous episodes. If there's like a something somebody said uh, or anything like that, you can email us. That just just take that little sound clip and email it to us. Don't tell us the fucking time code. We don't have time. We do, but we just don't want it. <laughs> Um, Plug the over radio head. I tried. Yeah, okay. I, I talked about it. I, I don't think anybody cares so. about them anymore. I think that's no, no, you'd be surprised. They care about them enough to hate the shirt and not buy it. Um, it's. I thought it was going to sell so good. And Ben's the one that designed that. Ben, like Ben, designed like actually like the the one Ben was like he's like yeah I'll design it for you and then he's like but also I want you to do I want to do this uh, penguin design. Ben made this really awesome uh, penguin design like shirt for me, design. and it's like uh, it's it's fucking sells more than any of the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, if you want to go, go to bluecollardistro.com, who is our sponsor. Go check them out. Uh, follow all of us at Cash Hearts at Adam Rod. On, Adam, Adam you're not on a mic. Yeah. It really doesn't pick up. <laughs> Adam, R-O-D-R-I-G-S. Okay. That's Jonah's then, brother. That's my yep. brother. That's my brother. Um, Nails, name. 13 Nails 13. Nails 13 on Instagram. Uh, ben Getting. Strip it and dip it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're never going to give me money now. Uh, at Ben Getting. At Phaser Blast. Mike him, Mike him, Mike him, Mike him. At Ben Getting, G-O-E-T-T-I-N-G. Let's bring it on. <laughs> uh, and this, uh, to take us out, this is a, uh, a band that we played, I think, on the first or second show. And I thought, like, the, the person whose email they were sending it from was Ferris Cooler. And uh, I thought that's what the band was called. And the guy's like, oh, I realize I just sent you the track and never told you the band name. <laughs> uh, and they're not Ferris Cooler. They're called Perfect Hair Forever. Uh, and uh, I'm really digging the stuff they're putting out. So here's their song, Nosebleed. Thank you so much for listening to Jonah Radio. Sorry for the first episode. Sorry for the first episode.
Now leaving Nerdist.com.